Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to Coaching with JBK Welcome, welcome It's your host JBK and this is another special of the WSL Roundup with yours truly JBK Coming to you from the idols of London, from the city of London. Okay, so we're going round with a roundup throughout the whole weekend, and it was a game. It was games that were happening on a very important day for those who are either in America or in Britain, and over twenty years ago had a situation that changed the fate of the world and just to round it up it was the 9-11 attacks which so happened to happen on a Tuesday but the date is synonymous regardless of what day it was the 11th of September where we watched around the world three four planes going down Two into the World Trade Center, which was the first of first of many, and the attacks just never was relentless on a day where the world just seemed to watch and couldn't do anything. Every felt everybody felt powerless. So to those who passed, to those who are still being recognized, we salute you. We hope that your families have found peace. In their life. On to the future what the future world and women's football, the WSL. It's now here. So, first result that we're gonna go through is the first one that happened on the Saturday. It was West Ham against Aston Villa, and it was a very competitive game. Two teams who fought hard against relegation last year and managed to make sure that they finished quite comfortably in the table a little bit more closer for for Aston Villa last season but for West Ham it was a little bit more easier because of the wins that they got towards the end of the season last season they've started off well managing to to get a point from this one after losing last week and now they've got their first point where Aston Villa have now got four points from two games which is good for them let's see how they they do Throughout the whole season, it will be interesting to see these both te- both of these teams really pile on the pressure on each other in the WSL table, and also maybe finish one above the other. Let's see what happens. First goal came from Leon for West Ham, sticking the ball in the back of the net, and it didn't. And it took until the ninety second minute for. Allen to put the ball in the back of the net for West Ham for Aston Villa. Sorry, for Aston Villa um, to getting 
an equaliser, which made sure that it was on as even at the end. What a game, what a goal. It was one of those where results will count for everything going forward for both for both clubs. And we will move on. We move on to the next game, which was on the Sunday, the 12th to the 1st of many games on the Sunday, which was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Five games on a Sunday that we've got here. Starting off with Chelsea versus Everton. It was another 4-0 loss for Everton. And looking at the goals that were conceded, Everton really put themselves into a position where they just they just gave goals away. It was almost a case of if Everton can give you the ball, Chelsea were going to score. Now they've now conceded eight goals in two games. They are now bottom of the table. Everton need to try and change their fortune around. And really and truly, they need to stop um, conceding goals so cheaply. That's going to be their main their main goal going into the next couple of games. It wasn't great. Um, starting off with Frank Kirby with, with the first goal. Then um, Sam Kerr getting two goals either, um, in the second half. And one of them, it just literally was given to her. It, it was sort of a, a pass that was meant to go back to the keeper. And you couldn't have, you couldn't have thought of an, an easier goal to be given. Um, and Zamka put that one away. She also got one with 15 minutes to go. And then Beth England rounded it off with 10 minutes to go to make it 4-0. What a game. Everton really need to pull, the, pull their weight. And when I say pull their weight, they really need to stop giving away goals. It'll be a lot more easier for them in the long term if they can stop conceding the goals that they have done. But at the moment, it's just is what it is. They've now conceded eight goals in two games. They now need to change that up for going forward. Another team that haven't haven't scored but have conceded quite a few goals. We're talking Birmingham City and they conceded five at home to Brighton and Hove Albion. Now this was a very good game for Brighton and Hove Albion in a sense of the goals that were scored were very much... Very much their own making. It wasn't given to them. It wasn't handed to them. It was more of a case of they took their chances well and they had their chances and they and they went and put them in the back of the net. Williams getting a goal in the first two minutes, which really didn't help Birmingham's plans. I hope they find a way around this and it will be something that they need to now look at and go, well, we need to put a bit more pressure onto, onto um, Everton and all the other teams that surround them. We now need to go and put some goals in into the back of the net. Kagman with another goal with a penalty in the second half. Daniel Carter with a very... It was an outstanding goal, but at the same time, it was a lot of space given up at the front post by the keeper of Birmingham City. And you kind of go, well, how did that happen? But very outstanding goal from Daniel Carter. Covisto scored another goal. Green with another a, a tremendous goal um, from such a distance away. Simmons with uh, Simmons and Simpkins getting there, getting a yellow card in in the second half. But Green and Carvisto with goals that you know shows quality from Brighton and Hove Albion. Well done to Brighton. 
Birmingham now with six goals that they've conceded and none scored. They may want to change that very soon in the next few weeks coming for, coming up. What a game for Brighton in a sense that they've now got two wins from two with big score, score lines as well. 2-0 in the first game and 5-0 in the second. So they've, they've scored seven. They haven't conceded any and it shows that they're ready for what comes next. They really are. Um, really are ready for it. We move on to Leicester City versus Manchester United. This was played at the King Power Stadium the day after the men's team played Manchester City. The women then played Manchester United. What a game! And it was it was end to end stuff from from um, from what I've seen. It was very much Manchester United controlling where they needed to with the ball. And without the ball, and allowing Leicester to have the ball when they, when they needed to, not control, not allowing them to have too many opportunities in the game, and it started off with Ella Toon scoring the first of Manchester United's three goals in the thirty sixth minute, really putting putting away the opportunities, and then uh, Maria Tor- Torres Ditter getting a goal in the second half, just two minutes after the half, after the whistle. Um, had gone for the second half before a former Manchester United player, Abby McManus, scoring against her, her old team. The ball literally just going across the line and managing to get um, managing to get the goal before Toon finished. Got herself in a yellow card before that, to be fair. But then Thomas managed to finish it off with a goal in the final 20 minutes of the game. So it ended at the King Power Stadium for the first Women's game ever. First WSL women's game ever. Leicester City won. Manchester United three. What a game. Manchester United now have two wins from two. And you know that they're going to be looking forward to the next round of games going forward. As they know they're going to need more wins on the board. Especially with their next team coming up. Arsenal. Getting four away from home. That's right, getting four away from home. What a game. What a game from Manchester, uh, from Arsenal. Controlled from start to finish. They really did push uh, for the goals. Took their chances when they needed to. And basically killed the game off as early as possible as well. Jen Beattie with, with a header in the 17th minute. Beth Mead. With a goal in uh, on the half hour mark before Viv Maidima managing to get a goal two minutes later, set up by Beth Mead, might I add, before Maidima got a goal in the 50th minute of the game, five minutes after the break. And that was a roundup of the game. What a game, what a way to, to get your goal going. And also, congratulations. Is in order. Congratulations to Vivian Mayadima, who managed to accomplish a hundred goals for the Arsenal during the week, and managing to put more in after that. And the record, this is how it really reads: a hundred and I think it's a hundred and three or hundred and four goals in a hundred and one hundred and eleven games. Wow! Just wow! That's how good she's been for the Arsenal. It's going to be very tight if we if we lose if we lose her, but she has been the 
woman of the moment, the legend of the WSL. I'm hoping she can stay for as long as possible. But she's done her job. She's managing to get the goals. She's there. What a, what a legend in, in the eyes of the Arsenal fans, in women's football and in the world. Hopefully, this will be her year to win World Player of the Year. Hopefully, this will be the time that she gets it. Nobody else in front of her. You never know, but hopefully, hopefully. So, we only got a few, uh, one more game to round up on. And that game will be a surprise. A very big surprise. Manchester City won. Tottenham Hotspur 2. Wow, what a surprise this was. Now, a lot of this has to do with changes that were made by Manchester City. And the reason why they were made is that there was there is a lot of injuries hampering the team. So a lot of their players are out either having surgery or missing through illness or missing through small minor injuries. They also crashed out of the w, um, the Women's Champions League last week, uh, during midweek. And that's also played its part. And you're just wondering where they're going to now really sustain a pressure on trophies, number one, and also team. A lot of their, a lot of their players are now hopefully coming back. And it will show that they have been missing these players. But also, at the same time, they're not going to be just changing players over once a week hoping that somebody will be fit ready just to start the start the season no lucy bronze after surgery um and a few other players that weren't in that that team that won at everton but you did have lauren hemp scoring the goal in the first half six minutes gone managing to get the first goal and then Williams getting a goal in the second half on 61 minutes before a very, very controversial own goal that won the game for Spurs in the last four minutes of the game. Benamur playing in goal for Manchester City. The ball had ricocheted off of two other players. Quite well, the first being a handball. The second was definitely a handball. And then also it hit the post hit off the goalkeeper and then winning from a, from a, a, a cross. But should it have stood? If we do have VAR coming into the, into the WSL, that definitely wouldn't have stood. It wouldn't have stood and it would have been maybe a draw, maybe a win. We don't know. But that was the winning goal. You have to ask yourself a few questions already. After Chelsea, Chelsea's loss to, to Arsenal with one of the goals being an offside, you have to kind of go, hmm, well, maybe this is needed in the WSL a little bit. Also, with Reading having having a goal disallowed as the ball did cross the line against Manchester United, it's, it's starting to ask a few questions of VAR or just better officiating, seeing what you can see um, rather than kind of going, should I or should I not? Yes, to their credit, to the officiators. If you don't see something, you don't want to call it and you just want to keep your mouth um, quiet. But sometimes you've got to be a bit more eagle-eyed and just kind of go with what you see. So, 
that's the WSL roundup for this weekend gone. Now done. We have a break. We have the internationals coming up. I hope you get the chance just to watch a few games for, uh, for England's perspective and also from around the world. We've also got the Republic of Ireland against Australia. So that's going to be an interesting game as well. And I hope that there's going to be some games that you really do get a chance to see internationally that, you know, women's football is now on the rise. And we're now going to see something that's really impressive. Onwards and upwards to not only Women's Euros 2022, but the World Cup is coming a year later. It is coming and it's going to be big. Australia and New Zealand, it's going to be a massive one in 2023. So let's see how this goes. I'm looking forward to both both tournaments. Euros, uh, Women's Euros 2022 coming up in England, ironically. In England. I'm looking forward to that. So, putting all of that to the side, I hope there's going to be more, a lot more games that we have a debate on. But also at the same time, we've got so many more games coming up. I hope you get a chance to have a watch of them. The next round of games, if you really want to know, will be the weekend of the 25th of September, the 25th and the 26th of, this, of September. And one game that if you haven't heard yet to come, it is Arsenal versus Manchester City. And that's going to be a 6.45 kickoff. But more importantly, the two teams at the bottom of the table, Everton and Birmingham City on the 25th of September, will be played at Walton Hall Park. It's going to be a massive game coming up. And also, we've got Manchester United versus Chelsea. What a game coming up. There's going to be some serious games coming up, and I think everybody's going to be wanting to watch. So, have a look. You've also got, in that weekend, West Ham United against Leicester City, Brighton and Hove Albion against Aston Villa, Tottenham Hotspur against Reading. But the three games that you really want to be looking, looking out for is Everton, Birmingham City, Manchester United versus Chelsea and Arsenal versus Manchester City. However, that's my opinion. What is yours? What are you looking forward to on the weekend of the 25th and the 26th of September? And on top of that, are you hoping for some big results and some big surprises that weekend as well? Yours truly, JBK, is signing off. What a weekend of football in a WSL. Peace. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com